There were two more murders 15 miles when away. We arrived, they found the telephone we have a, and electricity line. The weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. A cup of murder. An assailant's mental health should always be considered during sentencing. It's a sad fact that, in some cases, a person cannot control their actions, and these mental illnesses can have deadly consequences. But what about the people who take advantage of this consideration? On July 16, 1929, a man was born who would spend most of his life in and out of both prisons and mental facilities. Facilities that could not agree on if he was faking it or if he was truly as mentally ill as he was claiming to be. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Charles Ray Hatcher was born on July 16, 1929, in Mound City, Missouri, to an ex-convict father who abused alcohol and beat his son. When he left the abusive home, there was no reprieve. He was consistently abused by his peers, and as he got older, he became a bully himself. In 1935, his older brother Arthur was electrocuted by a kite and died right in front of him. And soon thereafter, his father left the family and his divorced mother remarried several times. In 1947, Charles was arrested and convicted of auto theft. And just a year later, he was convicted a second time and sent to prison. From that point on, Charles spent time in and out of prison for a number of offenses, even escaping prison at some point. His sentences weren't ever really that long, and he was often released for one reason or another. And on March 18, 1956, he was released from prison after the sixth sentence of his life. A little over three months after his release, Charles attempted to abduct 16-year-old Stephen Pelham, threatening him with a butcher knife. The boy reported the crime, and Charles was arrested. He was only given five years, attempted to escape once again, and was sent to the Missouri State Penitentiary, where he boasted that his criminal history made him the most notorious criminal in Northwest Missouri since Jesse James. It was while being housed in this prison that Charles went from thief and kidnapper to murderer. On July 2, 1961, a 26-year-old inmate named Jerry Tarrington was found raped and stabbed to death in the prison's kitchen loading dock. The only person missing from the kitchen crew was Charles Hatcher. He was sent to solitary confinement for the crime, but due to lack of evidence, he was never officially convicted. In fact, his sentence was later reduced and he was released back into the public on August 24, 1963. A little over six years later, a six-year-old boy named Gilbert Martinez was reported missing in San Francisco. According to his playmate, he was seen walking away with a man who offered him ice cream. A man walking his dog later found the boy still alive, but severely beaten and sexually assaulted. The man arrested for the crime claimed his name was Albert Ralph Price, though he carried the identification of a man named Hobart Prater. This man, this Albert as he was calling himself, was charged with assault with the attempt to commit sodomy and kidnapping, in order to undergo competency evaluations before the trial. This man was claiming he heard voices, fake delusions, and made a number of suicide attempts to avoid prison time. By December of 1970, this man was being shuttled back and forth between courts and hospitals, trying to determine if his psychosis and mental illness was real. 
He was seen by a number of professionals, each with differing opinions. One would declare him insane, while the other would claim he was a skilled actor. He was finally sent to trial on May 24, 1971, but pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. He was again sent for evaluation. During this time, he escaped from the hospital and rearrested for auto theft under the name of Richard Lee Grady. Now Richard was being sent to the hospital for evaluation. This time, by April of 1972, the hospital staff determined that his treatment was unsuccessful and that he was a danger to the other patients. He was sent to the prison state hospital in Vacaville, California. Finally, in August of 1972, Charles Hatcher made his way to San Quentin Prison and, in December of that same year, was tried and convicted for the abduction and molestation of Gilbert Martinez. Even after this conviction, Charles remained a mystery to the psychologists who met him. Many saw him as a manipulative sociopath, while others thought he suffered from paranoid schizophrenia. Despite their uncertainty, in August of 1975, Charles came up for parole and received a glowing review from the guards. He was released to a halfway house in San Francisco on May 20th, 1977. He wasn't even released four months before he went right back to his old tricks. He was arrested on September 4th, 1978, under a false name, of course, for sexually assaulting a 16-year-old boy in Omaha, Nebraska, and was sent to a mental hospital where he remained until January of 1979. Four months after that, he was arrested yet again for assault and attempted murder after he tried to stab a seven-year-old boy. The charges were then dropped, and he was free to go. In October of 1980, he was arrested again as Richard Clark for the attempted assault of a 17-year-old boy in Nebraska, sent to a mental facility, and then released after 21 days. And again, on January 13, 1981, when Richard Clark got into a knife fight in Des Moines and was released in April. At this point, Charles Hatcher was a ticking time bomb about to explode. On May 26, 1978, a four-year-old boy disappeared from St. Joseph, Missouri, and was later found dead in the Missouri River. Eric Christian had been sexually abused before being suffocated to death and police questioned over a hundred suspects and wrangled down every known offender in the town with no luck. One of these men was 25-year-old Melvin Reynolds, a man of limited intelligence who had been sexually abused himself. After countless interviews, polygraphs, hypnosis, and truth serum, this man said, quote, I'll say so if you want me to, and confessed to the crime. He was sentenced to life in prison, where he would remain until Charles Hatcher was finally brought to justice. While all of this was happening, on July 29, 1982, 11-year-old Michelle Steele was reported missing from St. Joseph. The next day, her uncle found her nude, ravaged body on the bank of the same river where Eric was found. She had been beaten and strangled to death. Finally, after years of passing through the justice system, Charles Hatcher was arrested the next day while trying to check into the state hospital. While awaiting trial, he confessed to 15 other child murders, dating all the way back to 1969, including the one Melvin was serving time for. He was convicted of Eric's murder in 1983 and given life imprisonment. He was also facing another conviction for that of Michelle Steele, 
requested the death sentence, but was given life. Four days after his second sentence on December 7, 1984, Charles Hatcher hanged himself inside of his cell in Missouri State Penitentiary. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on July 17th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.